All right, welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to know and very little that you really need to know. I'm Eric Zeppa. I'm Brady Steffel. <laughs> hey, welcome in, Brady. So how is your weekend? Or how was it, I should say? Oh, how's I was down. Oh, how's my life? Oh, geez, wow. Uh, really getting into the weeds right, just right off the bat. Now, weekend was fine. Bunch of grocery shopping, blew a bunch of money at the Safeway, the bulk goods store. I was going to go buy coffee beans, but by the time that was the next thing to do, it was like, holy cow, this, but this fish is going to go bad by the time we're done with all of the errands. So we just came home. <laughs> I'll survive for the next two days and then have to use, apparently with the weather outside right now, I have to use four wheel drive to go get coffee beans. Yeah, it doesn't look that bad. Well, I mean, it's not bad yet, but you know, get the. I know you're held up in the bunker again, but you know, it's not going to be that bad. So, no, No, it's actually not supposed to be too bad. Just cold, cold and crummy. So I was working on some chairs. I've been building patio furniture. That's been my my COVID project. Yep. So nice ones. I mean, nice itch. I'm only so good. Let's be honest. But uh, yeah, so like, you know, uh, mortise and tenon style, nice stuff. So we've had, we had a, a decent set from Home Depot, a big table, and it's usually just Kelsey and I and the dogs. And if, if anybody else shows up, eat off your laps. We don't sit at the table all that much anyway. So I decided to build that. I think the next thing I'm going to do is build a propane fire thing because you can't have actual fires here at all. You know, like you're just going to set the, the, the county, the, the state on fire if you, one spark gets out, one errant. Uh, yeah spark. yeah so I'll build although that. it is interesting you know you always go to like the the what is the the mall again the village at the peaks or whatever it is that's and they always have they their, it. their flame pit out going all the time and you know. well yeah but that's not like cinder right so you're not going to lose like 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 flame just doesn't come off and then travel as flame is this like no 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 ephemeral plasma yeah you need to have yeah. something that's on fire that leaves and if it's just propane it's not going to do that yeah so that's kind of the plan is to to build a, a fire table and then maybe a sofa and what we just spend all winter doing that because <laughs> what else, i mean what else exactly what else you got it to do yeah, yeah. So, so but you have a nice setup though you got a nice shop and everything and you can do that stuff indoors and you're going <laughs> to freeze your butt off and that's really cool yeah, I mean, my garage, <laughs> I got a drive under garage, which leaks like crazy. So I got to run one to two space heaters, depending on what time of year it is, and like pack towels in the corners of the door where it looks really drafty and stuff. But ultimately, yeah, I do have a nice little indoor shop and I could do this kind of stuff and go hole up. And I, I must have spent this weekend oof, 16, 20 hours just working on the things because it's, you know, it's a decent hobby, something to do. Better than yeah, sitting at exactly. computer all day and wondering what, what, what you're doing with your life. So yeah, that's kind of it. Made some soup. It's soup weather, so we were pre preempting that. Pre, uh, co- co- uh, you know, being ready. Yeah, I, I love this time of year, though. I will say, like when it gets a little chillier, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, you can make soup and some other hearty dishes. Pretty yeah. exciting. So I, made, I, uh, I, I don't think I, made, I told you my escapade with the spritz cookie. You know, I was talking about my spritz cookie cookie yeah. that I had a while back ago. Yeah, and it's really sad because I, you know, went off. I think it was like about two weeks ago decided, hey, I'm going to make these spritz cookies. My mom used to make them, so I made them. I got them all done. The dough was awesome, as it usually is. Get them out of the oven, and I go, these stink. These are horrible. So then, of course, I talked to my dad about it, and I said, well, Dad, do you remember Mom used to make those? Yeah, he goes, those, those used to suck. They were horrible cookies. <laughs> so I was oh. like, so the cookie press now is downstairs, and I have given up hope that I can ever recreate a spritz cookie that would be good and edible. So. 
resigned to the annals of history. Just go buy those tins with the butter cookies in. That's kind of what it tasted like, but I'm not really a fan of the butter cookie thing. Really? I love those things. I can't eat that stuff anymore. Yeah. I would be, I wouldn't be so thin if I could eat stuff like that. Yeah. No, no, I just, it's probably what it is. It's just too much butter. It was like, Oh my God. Oh, it was no. a solid butter. So yeah, just, it was sad. It was a, an escapade fraud and futility, but you know, I don't usually hit up the sweets yeah. too much, but I do like. But you my know, fatty yeah, we've had salty. some really beautiful weather. We're going to have some nice weather come back. Um, you know, unfortunately, we're dealing with the with uh, safer at home right now. Yep. Um, so it kind of makes life kind of a bummer now because uh, you know the weather kind of combined with safer at home and COVID, it just makes it. Yep. You know, a what you going to do? Challenging for people. So. So yeah, I'm looking at the covid19.colorado.gov, whatever the whole data set, and uh, the numbers don't look great, if I'm honest. Um, I would prefer not to be seeing this. My folks were all like, hey, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? You know, is it cool to have company? And it's like, well, in theory, you and I and my brother and I, like, we shouldn't all be in the same room together even. Like, that's where we're mm -hmm. at right now. Yeah. And everything's closed. Well, we're, I mean, that's that's things. actually to be said anyway, well before COVID. I mean, we shouldn't be in the same room with your brother anyway. Ooh, you know? ooh shit. <laughs> shots, shots fired. Yeah, he'll blow it up. He's fine. He'll probably laugh at that. Um, nah, so we're not supposed to do that. And it's just, I don't like, what do you want to do? Like, you can come out and hang out in my basement while I'm working upstairs or what? So, yeah, it's a really good interesting idea sorry sorry i cut you off go ahead Nah, numbers are high um and getting higher if you look at the graph it's just choop 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 and i'm not real into that and some of the numbers are well up into the red so we're at orange and there's only one level ahead of that and that's stay at home and we are into the orange in, to in total case numbers but we're doing pretty well with like hospitalizations and then the one that confuses me somebody write in if they understand this better but they say percentage of positive cases and if it's percentage of total people tested, like that doesn't make sense to me as a metric because then if more people are getting tested because they're just feeling comfortable, then that's sort of a, that's a loosey goosey one. So yeah, I will say from experience. So my wife and I, you know, um, full disclosure, our daughter had COVID tested positive. And so we also interacted with her a few, this is a few weeks now. But at that time it was like, we had interacted with her about eight days. And so then we had to go in, you know, uh, I want to say, gosh, a few days, probably the 10th day we decided, you know, we were hunkered down at home. We didn't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. Didn't do anything as responsible people should do. And so we went out and got a COVID test too. Cause we thought, you know, if we're going to get back out there, so to speak, we're going to, you know, get a COVID test and mm -hmm. we called and, and went through that. And what was really nice about it is they allow you to stick the swab up your nose yourself now. So not somebody's not doing it for you, which was awesome. I still sneeze like crazy and still the, the tears were coming down my eyes, but but awesome um, is uh, not exactly the word I would yeah. use for that. But, <laughs> exactly. but all in all, so, it was you know it was it was ne we came back negative for us, which was great. And my daughter mm -hmm. is is much better now, which is great. Um, but her um, her partner, he's looking for you know he was looking for a test, and it's, it was becoming increasingly more difficult to get a test now because, as I understand it, too, the testing has kind of of we're a little bit low on tests, I believe, in Colorado. And so they're saying, unless you have symptoms. Uh, actually, have symptoms. actually, to that end, um, I got to find this. So they're starting as of today. Well, I got, you know, you know how messy my brain is. Like I, I have, yeah. I've got like a, a, a page for like everybody that I work with. So I work with different nonprofits. So I have like all these four different pages just dedicated to notes for them. 
And then I've got like two pages up for notes for us right now. And there's tabs in each of those. And I'm like, you know, I do pretty well on the show given this is how I work. But that said, I found it and there is free testing at the Boulder County Fairgrounds in Longmont starting November 9th. Today. Nice. Nice. So uh, free testing sites moving to the Boulder County Fairgrounds in Longmont starting today. Uh, might be a good day to go do it because it's cold and crummy out there. Testing will be available for anyone who would like to be tested. And individuals do not have to have symptoms to be tested. So that's at the fairgrounds at 9595 Nelson Road. If you can't, if you don't know where that's at, just look it up. I mean, it's pretty simple. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And they said, uh, as you alluded to, that registration is... Um, is recommended so you don't have to wait so long. And it sounds like they're they're moving there to just be there 8 a.m., 5 p.m., seven days a week. Yeah, So and that's awesome. And it's so good to give people some comfort. And um, even if you don't have symptoms, it's great. If you, you know, obviously if you're trying to get back to work and your office is trying to require that, I mean, it's, so it's really important for um, my daughter's partner to get back to work. And yep. he's, you know, he's not, you know, Alan, don't think that I'm telling you to go back to work. I'm not telling you to go back to work. Get out of the house. Get out. <laughs> get off your he wants to, I think he wants to get out of the house. That's for yeah. sure. Um, but, uh, you know, I think it was just great. It's a great resource, too, that that they were able to provide the fairgrounds for some testing. So it's cool. Yeah, that's, that is um, a nice system because it's fairly easy to get in and out of a lot of open space, that kind of stuff. So that yeah. that's great. Uh, too bad we need it you know, but I know. Uh, exactly. good that we have it. So yep. it go is. stick good. your own swab up your nose. You can practice beforehand if you want. <laughs> Get a Q-tip. Yeah, it, it's, not a, it's not a fun process. I can honestly say that. So it's good. Um, yeah. yeah, pretty clear cut as far as the, the drive-through place we were able to go to. So that was good. Um, let's see. You have an update on community streetwide s- street sweeping. Street sweeping. I actually... This is like the uh, utility desk in Brady, and we'll be talking about like... <laughs> Telephone poles, street sweeping. I actually really like sewers, and actually, we the, the listeners really need an update about your gas meter too. You know, getting did I not out. tell you? Did, did I not tell no. you this? You don't think I you found this. somebody. <laughs> I found him. I I got him. Okay, okay. What is his name? Like Dave? I, no, 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 no. I, I called. You know. I've been calling for years to figure out how to get the meter out of the house, and nobody ever sends me anywhere that, that that's useful or helpful. I got the runaround and I got sent to some lady. I can't think of her name. I think it's like Lisa. And I was, I must've left two dozen voicemails. Like if, even if this is not the right number, please call me back. Nothing. It was supposed to be the builder's line or something. I don't know. And then I got a lady on the line. Um, and I said, Hey, there's a, there's a meter move out program for Colorado. Um, I, I got gas meter in my basement. I hit my head on the pipes and stuff. I'd really like to get this taken care of. And she goes, Oh, okay, hold on. I don't know anything about that, but I'll do some research. And then it was beep, beep. And then, oh, hold on a little bit longer. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And it was a couple of those. And then she said, oh, hey, I got somebody. They're going to email you. And I thought, wow, this is further than I've ever gotten. Sure enough, like two days later, somebody emails me and says, hey, uh, make sure to send us your, your address. We've got you on the list. You're number 27 in line. And I'm going, oh, God, what's that? It's going to be like, what, 2024? No, she said December. Wow. Yeah, Look she's going to need to have access to your basement and it takes about a day. So, I'm going to hold I'm going to hold on to this this email until mine is done. But if anybody wants it after the fact, I will share with you very happily if I get, actually get this done. So, well, yes. This is a thing if you live in an old house and you have this concern, 
apparently they're actually doing it and they've got a queue you can jump into. So Okay, let's refresh the maybe we got some new listeners. So Brady's been he has this meter, this gas meter in the old houses, the gas meters are inside in the basement. Mm-hmm. Mine has that. The gas meter's mm-hmm. inside of the basement. Brady has has an epileptic fit because he needs to get that out of his house. Okay. So Eric, and, and Eric then on the he... one hand thinks that I'm I'm five seven. <laughs> And I'm over 5'11". I'm not quite six foot, but I'm tall enough. In my and the He's thing tall. is, like the gas lines in my basement are they're probably exactly six foot or six six foot yeah, and, a, yeah. and another half inch. And so in the summertime, when I'm wearing like thin shoes, I walk right underneath it. And in the winter, I have these the thicker sole shoes on, and it takes just the top of my head off, and I go kong and just go bam, you know, and it that hurts. And plus, it takes up all this wall space, and then like the gas lines, it's just a mess. I'm willing to pay a man to come and do it. All right, I'll be done grousing. I'm so happy. You just—it's really I'm cool. Anyway, so happy. Anyway, I hope you keep us updated on that. And and yeah. seriously, <laughs> because I want to know if it goes well for you, because then I might reach out and have mm-hmm. it done for us. Not that I have yeah. the issue, because I am short. Not that I have the issue of running into pipes. Right. But, yeah. Giving me a hard time, and it's like I'm as tall as you are short. Like I don't know what you're talking about. Well, what I love is I would just tell you we'll just wear those thin shoes all the time. You know? Yeah, yeah. It gets cold know. down there, man. I was telling you that. Like the the door leaks and stuff. I'm freezing <laughs> my butt off. I'm just skinny little man. You know, like what do you want? I mean, it's like you're the Poseidon adventure. I just picture you woodworking, like in the middle of like water pouring in, and you know, <laughs> and, and Ernest Borgnine helping you get out of the garage. But anyway, <laughs> all right, so. <laughs> So let's see, real quickly, I've got a, I've got an email update too from one of yeah, our listeners. Do, yeah, emails. so Please, Joe Flex, email, I love, I love getting emails. Keep yeah, so it. Joe Flex would like to, would like you to know the pothole you mentioned on a previous show has been filled. I was very familiar oh, with said pothole, and I'm happy to, that has been fixed. I am happy this, that it has been fixed. I'll be giving your show the credit for sparking this repair. Is this? Thank you, Joe Flex. I appreciate you at least crediting us. That's all we want. Well, what's uh, great is this, I actually I drove think... by. I drove by this gigantic pothole, and it, it was fixed. I was thrilled. It's the one yeah. just west of the old Walmart, and the Walmart yep. is no longer there anymore. I know exactly which one you're talking about because you're like. If you fell in it, you were saying if you fell in it with your scooter, yes. you'd be surviving in the bottom of the thing with a gallon of milk for like a month or something. Oh my gosh. You, it was have, and I was just like, where are you going to get the milk? <laughs> <laughs> I would be nothing with a gallon of milk. Eric's always got a gallon of emergency milk right under I the would. seat. I would. Yeah. Ugh, it turns into cheese before you get So thanks, milk. Joe. We will definitely take credit for that. We will. Maybe we should do a pothole update. So you, you got the street sweeping thing. So that yeah. is happening this week, right? Yeah, and there is a thing online. I don't have it up right now. There's a thing online saying when. I like okay. to move my car to the back of the house so that uh, you know I get the nice clean street right in front of the house. I like that. But there's other useful things that does keep the waterways clean and keeps yeah. particulates in the ears down and stuff. So um, there there are genuine uses to this other than it just being you know like a pretty thing that Longmont does. Uh, so yeah, that's coming up. Uh, I think. So along those lines, I have to ask you: Are you a leaf bagger? Uh, no, I don't bag them. I yeah. throw them in my, I, I have two methods basically. Well, sort of three, but I, I try to pack everything into my compost bin, which sort of works yeah. until everything drops. Like it did when it got cold just a few days ago. Um, and then I'll, I'll throw it into overflow buckets if I don't want to drive down to the, um, the, the version, the limb diversion yeah. place. Yeah. Um, so if I don't, then I'll just fill up a couple extra garbage cans and pour them into the the composting when I'm ready this year I just had like a snow shovel and I was just piling them into the back yeah. of the pickup truck and just drove it down and now I'm gonna have to do it again because my oak tree which usually doesn't drop until later in the year just flump 
yeah. when it got cold. That just this is what I don't understand. This is where I'm going to start a national campaign about this. I don't understand this. Here we go. So this is my Buckle rant. Up. This is my rant. I so when I left my parents' house, I would swear I swore I would never ever bag leaves ever again uh-huh. because it was such a headache for my growing up with my parents. They just forced us to bag these darn leaves all the time. Yep. So my campaign citywide is leave it alone. I'm branding mm. it right now. It's called Leave It Alone. That's, that's good. And what you need to do is take out your lawnmower, mow your leaves a little bit. Then you can just throw them in your garden or whatever sort of plot you have. And they will be so like a gigantic pile of leaves is reduced to nothing. Yeah. In a matter of moments. So you just throw that in your garden. It's a great mulch. It fortifies your soil. It's an awesome thing for gardening. If you can't, if you don't have enough space, go out and find like a community garden or maybe a neighbor who wants some of those leaves. <laughs> But really, I would love to take all the leaves I can because it's so easy to put them in my garden and it's awesome. And I love it. I, and I'll give I've you never, more leaves if you I've want. never gone to the limb diversion place with my leaves. Never? I've never bagged them. I just, I, this is something that mystifies me. Really? No. Yeah. I don't understand the bagging of leaves. Like I have, then, I have two yeah. locust trees, a, a massive oak tree, a pear tree, and then my neighbor's got like three ash trees that all blow into my yard. Yeah, yeah. I have so many leaves. Well, so do we. You know, I go love ahead. that you have to always have to bring competition into it. Like I've got so many more leaves because we're I do. so Eric. much cooler where you are. Absolutely. Uh, it's so shady and yeah, verdant. I know. I know. You except for where the leaves. dogs pee. Except for I the dogs pee. That's, that's yeah. bird that burns up. Even when we had an elm tree, and we had a gigantic elm tree in the back, and that thing used to just all of a sudden go like, and have tons of leaves in the back. Yeah, I gotta tell you, I and would even not then, plant. I still, I would still never bag my leaves, nor would Look I. Look at take this guy just being so ecological. Well, you know, I think it really is. I'm, if I can be on my rant, it really is something that I don't understand. You're taking something organic that would improve your soil, and you're throwing it somewhere else. Well, don't they, don't they compost sense. them down at the center? Oh, of course they do. But I mean, people, but well, people will know, but again, this is speaking to your frugality here, Brady. So this is like, you are giving something away that you're going to go back. Some people might go out and buy, like, I'm going to buy compost now. And now I'm you, like, you, you see my just... garden plot. It's like five by 10. Like, what yeah, am I going to do? I can easily get all of your leaves in that garden plot. My my garden plot would be yeah, like easily. Oh, I would need to get yeah, snow easily. fence and go around it. And what you can in, do is you in. can use it as a mortar. So when the Poseidon Adventure water is pouring into your shop, <laughs> you can use it as a barrier. So anyway, I, 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 I just imagine like my cat jumping into this pile of leaves, <laughs> like sinking to the bottom, and then just you hear these weak little. So here's the deal, though, is daunting when people look at the giant pile of leaves. They go, oh, my gosh, there's no way there's meal. But once you mow them or you crush them or you, you know, you, you um, uh, disintegrate them somehow, it turns out nothing. It really is nothing. Oh, boy. So, I will say anyway. I, I tend to mow them down before I throw them into the, the compost thing before yeah. I send them off to the other guy because you get way more in. So that's a pro tip to anybody if you're not, yeah. if you're like bagging socks, like mow them. You get like yeah. – Three times as many. You, have to, you don't have to dance on top of the can quite as much. Exactly. Yeah, I used yeah. to just Jeez. jump on the wheelbarrow all the time. Yeah. All no, right. I'm, so, yeah. Um, and then let's see the pothole, city street sweeping. You got a water line fix on Sunset Street. Yep. I have to tell so, you that's a pain in the butt down there right now. Yeah, so it's kind of a Ken mess. Pratt um, and, Ken Pratt and south of, I mean, yeah, south of Nelson. Yeah, it it does kind of stink. The first time I saw it, I'm like, where am I supposed to drive? <laughs> um it's it's doable it's not as bad as some other places in town get but uh yeah sunset is a little little bogged down basically from ken pratt to boston where does it go to 
so yeah ken pratt to um yeah ah, it doesn't matter Who yeah cares? yeah yeah uh, but in that area, it's uh, there's water mains being replaced, I guess, and it's part of the city's uh, proactive plan. They said that they've had 28, 38 breakages in the main down there in the last 40 years. I guess that's a lot. Oh, I don't know. It is a lot. Holy cow. Yeah. So that's, you know, like, I guess if it's 28, that's not quite every year, but it's often enough where you're like, all right, now. So, yeah, they're doing that to to help shore things up so uh it'll be a while i didn't see a deadline or a, a, a finalized date on that but it's it's kind of a mess to get down there we went to pj's to grab a bottle of wine we we're having yeah. a nice dinner on yeah. this weekend and it was like well, but yeah i know and i like pj's and it's difficult to get there right now yeah. so yeah it's kind of weird but it is pretty weird yeah so the other thing i got is the gray wolves thing yeah go for it yeah so um the, the ballot measure to uh, reintroduce gray wolves into the Colorado greater wild habitat uh, has been approved. Um, basically, it sounds like the breakdown came down to people in the cities thinking it would be nice to rebalance the, the, the wilderness. Like, oh, let's, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'll, I'll, like, I'll lock Eric's interpretation of let's all be ecological and take care of the environment and stuff. But the people out there living that life are like, we don't really want wolves around. Yeah. Uh, we got livestock, we got small animals, you know. Uh, but there was a pretty deliberate campaign back in the 40s to like poison, trap, shoot, just plain kill, wipe out, exterminate, get rid of these things. We used to have a lot. Uh, they're also concerned about the like elk hunting, deer hunting, that kind of thing, because they'll cull the herds, mm -hmm. uh, which is sort of a natural way to do what... Um, hunting does these days i guess mm -hmm. um, because the deer population is crazy and then deer eating bark and dying of starvation and it's not great well, so the elk, popu elk population in rabbit mountain they've actually allowed hunting because it was so crazy it's gone yeah. exponentially yeah it's, Go ahead. yeah it's yeah so they'll just keep going but um so it's it's a hot topic they may do a legislative challenge i mean as somebody who lives in the city I think it's an interesting way to approach these issues. Um, but again, I don't have a ranch. I don't have uh, livestock and stuff. So there may not be much of a happy medium. Like you reintroduce wolves and you can't shoot the wolves. Then if you're out there, you're stuck with it, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. Build fancier fences. I don't know. I don't know what you do about it. Do you remember how the measure, how, how prevalent the measure passed? Was it, uh, was it large? Because I heard that that was kind of a, a really tight race. So. Um, let's see if I can find it again. Um, let's see, so it's, it's passed. This is a, I'm looking at an article. I'm not sure that they're giving numbers breakdowns. Um, the yes vote led the no vote by roughly 26,000 votes out of 3 million. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's pretty close for an issue like that, but yeah, it does seem like it came down to urban versus rural, which so many things do these days. Um, well, this is the rarity of election coverage. I mean, you can't get it anywhere else but side dish. I mean, really. <laughs> Talk about this at all. By the way, uh, since we are your number one source for election coverage, guess who won? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. As I yeah. tell Brady, I helped process ballots for the election, so I was stuck in a cave. So I didn't really. Yeah. I can't ever really look at the results. I just help people vote, basically. Eric just remembers he's got a Rain Man thing going on. That's he right. just tallies yeah. them up as he goes. Yeah. yeah, so that's why we weren't here last week. We're happy to be back. I miss Eric. This is always fun. I know. So. I miss Brady, too. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I don't know. Anything else you got? I mean, libraries going back to reduced hours. A lot of places are going to go back to reduced yeah. hours. There's going to be all the same stuff happening with restaurants. So, just know that that's happening. 
we're all in it together. I mean, as yeah. much as it feels like it's a lot of times us versus them, we've all got to live this stuff. Like you got to, it's, it stinks. Just because I wear a mask everywhere I go. doesn't mean I want to, it stinks. Um, but try to keep people safe, stay safe yeah. out there. Oh, the yeah. Corona, we got a, maybe a vaccine. I know. And on Pretty a ray cool. of hope. I'm, I'm a very, some... I'm a very optimistic person. So, I so we will definitely have, We'll end on a ray of hope. That'll be a nice one. Um, there's Pfizer came out with a vaccine that apparently works 90% of the time, which is pretty good given yeah. what we've got. So here's the hope. It is. It's cool. Well, as always, we are ever so grateful for Andy Epler for our intro music. Thanks to Float Away from David Cutter Music. Find us on Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you find your pod content. Um, you can also tell your Allegra to play Side Dish have one of those home speaker systems reach out to us at side dish longmont at gmail.com let us know where we screwed up thanks brady thanks eric i love your allegra jokes because you have to explain it every time <laughs> it's the best jokes of the ones you have to explain <laughs>